Why we greedy like wolves? Adam Eve with the fruit. Why we need new new? Only got two seats. Why we need new goat? Only got two feet. Why we need new shoes? Papa need new shoes. Baby need new shoes. I'ma need new shoes. Birkenstock 50 G's new shoes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would like to welcome you to episode 293 of the Unpopular Podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And here at the Unpopular Podcast, I'm not really asking you to agree with me. I'm just asking you to hear me out. And what we're going to start this show off is just have a little conversation. Have a conversation about media. And have a conversation about why... The media does what it does. We know this, but let's talk about it. So LeBron James came out and asked the media a question uh, the other day. As we, I didn't talk about it here because I didn't really know how to address it as much, but now we're here. Uh, there was a photo of Jerry Jones back when he was like 14 or 15 or something in Arkansas. And it was, he was in a group of Caucasians in Arkansas trying to prevent African Americans from coming into a school. He was in the picture as an onlooker or, you know, in the group with the, with the white people. And of course this it happened, and the, the 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 media. I think the Washington Post released it, or, or something like that. And and it's been it's been fairly quiet. And LeBron James asked a question to the media the other day: Why is it that when Kyrie Irving posted what he posted about the documentary and had to do everything for the for the for the Brooklyn Nets got suspended? Why is it that? The media couldn't stop talking about Kyrie and couldn't stop asking questions to the players about Kyrie, but nobody asks about Jerry Jones. Or it seems like, and LeBron didn't say this, but I'm going to add on to it, it seems like the media done forgot about Brett Favre. I will be the first to admit that I work in sports media um, and... LeBron James is absolutely correct about um, what sports media, what they what they choose to talk about and what they choose to ask. It's it's it, and it's, it's it's bigger than sports media. It's 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 media in general. You see, it has been known and it has been clear that how how. Different, all forms of media cover African-Americans compared to cover white people. You see, when a black person does something wrong, they're a criminal, they're a thug. It was meant to be. Look at where they come from. This was going to happen. He's a menace to society. When a white person does something He's lost. He's confused. There's no they have absolutely no idea how this could have happened. And that's not just in crimes. I was very clear on this show when I talked about Kyrie Irving and I said why what he may what he thinks he did may not have been wrong. And what a lot of people think he did wasn't wrong. All he did was promote a documentary that had anti-Semitic rhetoric in it. But I did say he offended people. And on top of that, he should apologize for it. I didn't say he should lose Nike endorsements. I didn't say he should... uh, you know, he he should have been, I get suspended, but have the whole list. I didn't like the list of demands pretty much. 
but I did say he should apologize because he offended some people. And of course, he ultimately did. And that's where it should have stopped. The coverage of now, I do think that the coverage of Kyrie was hella intense, a lot more intense than something than what he did. But LeBron James is absolutely right. Now, 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 let me give my opinion on the Jerry Jones picture. I think that Jerry Jones is like 60, 60, 70, 80 years old, something like that. In this picture when he was 14. I do think that you are able and you, we should allow growth. We should allow somebody to understand the the effects of their pro or effects of what they did or effects of their problem and they should be able to learn and grow from it that is what i think the jail system should be rehabilitation while it they say it's rehabilitation it should and i'm not saying jerry jones should be in jail what i'm saying is this happened when he was 14 or 15 whatever the report says that means he should be able to grow he should be able to learn from his mistakes or learn from what he did and grow. What I didn't like was his example or was his explanation of of the situation saying I was just an onlooker just like I am now. Like, bro, no. But this is a sphere that has been tightly knit. Because again, Jerry Jones really didn't apologize. He just said I was an onlooker. I don't think I I was 14 or 15. Like I don't pretty much get over it. He didn't say get over it, but he had more of a nonchalant, like, hey, it was 14 years old. It is what it is. And that's acceptable to people. Kyrie Irving said, I can't be anti-Semitic because I know where I come from. And then people got upset when he actually apologized because it came after his money got hit. And there's people to this day that 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 can't forgive Kyrie Irving. This isn't more of a This isn't more of a I'm not saying this to say get over it I'm saying this to shine light on the fact of the media plays a huge part in how people see people how black people see white people how white people see black people media plays a huge part in that today now yes we know about the history but media plays a huge part today you think and I, and I said this when it happened you think people would have easily forgot about Brett Favre if we discussed, if we, the media, sports media, wherever media you want to talk about, do you think they would have so easily forgot about Brett Favre if we talked about Brett Favre as much as we talked about Michael Vick with the dogs? And if you ask me, I love dogs, but if you ask me what what Brett Favre did stealing from the poorest state in the United States for a volleyball court compared to somebody fighting dogs, I think more coverage maybe should go to the, the guy stealing from poor people. LeBron James is absolutely right. And it's 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 everywhere, man. I have no, I really don't have a, uh, <laughs> I really don't have a point that I'm getting to. I really don't have an ending to this segment because it's it's absolutely true. And LeBron James said it. He said it so profoundly without saying anything, but as, but but stating a, a fact of. LeBron James is probably the most recognizable sports figure in America. I mean, who do you got? Maybe Tiger still, Serena, 
LeBron James is probably the most recognizable sports figure in the world. One of at least. And the fact and, and, and the fact of they continue to ask him questions about Kyrie. Or they'll ask him about they'll ask him about let's say um Antonio Brown. But they'll stay eerily silent when we talk about Jerry Jones. And again, I don't think I think if I think it, it happened a while. It happened 60 some years ago, bro. And I think people can change. But I I don't like the explanation that Jerry Jones gave, which by the way wasn't an apology. The same thing Kyrie Irving did. But one was accepted. The other one wasn't. Shit. I still ain't heard an apology from Brett Favre. In fact, Brett Favre has continued to double and triple down on he ain't done nothing. Yet and still, people still to this day ask questions, ask Mike Vick about dogs, or talk about T.O. And T.O. did absolutely nothing off the field. All his antics were on the field, and it weren't that bad. He was just cocky. But they still talk about T.O. in the same light that they talk about Brett Favre. Why do you think that is? The media plays a part in everything. Social media, regular media, news, sports, entertainment, it plays a big part. Why do you think people pay so much money for commercials? Why do you think commercials are so expensive during the Super Bowl? Because everyone's watching them. I guess where I can conclude this is... uh, We have to be better. Media. I'm speaking to the media now because I am. I do work in sports media. We have to be better. The problem is, and the worst part about this whole situation is people know they pay millions. They spend millions and millions of dollars on stats and on research of how to connect with people or how to get a click or how to get a view how to get a watch how to get a listen they spend millions upon millions because that is where they make their money so when i say that the media has to do better it won't because it knows what makes the money why do you think when you watch the daily news 95% of it is bad. Because contrary to popular belief, people like to hear about bad things that happen. It's entertaining to them. Whether you you don't like the feeling you get, but people, people care about bad things that happen. That's where most of their views come from. Controversy is what, what sells. Which is, I mean... Which is why we are here where we are. The fact of it feels like the media is just hella silent. And I'm not saying, you know, Jerry Jones should should be reprimanded. But what I am saying is that the media should take that photo, whether it was 50, 60, 70 years ago, should take that as seriously as Kyrie Irving promoting an anti-Semitic documentary. but they're not. Money also plays a part. Power plays a part. Jerry Jones is a more powerful player in this sports world than Kyrie Irving, unfortunately. It's... I will conclude this segment by saying this.
it is LeBron James said it without saying it. And he was absolutely correct. There is a improportionate amount of coverage, negative coverage, on African-American athletes, African-American players, African-American people in general than it is to Caucasians. And the media is more harsh on an African-American player slipping up than it is for a white person committing a crime. And I'm not just speaking on sports media. I'm talking about media in general. Because again, and the last thing I will say before we move on. Think about it. How much coverage did Kyrie Irving get for anti-Semitic and, and the suspension and and even think about, listen to the aggression that a lot of media people say. Stephen A. Smith, uh, Skip Bayless, Shannon Sharp. Um, the, the NBA Today crew, Jalen and Jacoby, Nick Wright, uh, Chris Boussard. All these, and I'm not like saying shun them. I'm saying, look at the energy. That they gave for Kyrie Irving. And all he did was promote. Now, yes, what I think he did was wrong to a certain extent. But what he did was promote a documentary. That, by the way, the CEO of Amazon came out and said there's absolutely nothing wrong with the documentary being on Amazon. And they aren't going to take it off. How much energy did they give to Kyrie Irving? Then think about how much energy did they give to Brett Favre? And not just the, um, the, the, the fervor of the energy, but the amount of it and how long that energy lasted. That should tell you everything you need to know right there. LeBron said it without saying it, but he was absolutely correct. Let's move forward. So, Thursday night football happened, and the Buffalo Bills beat the Patriots 24-10. to 10. Uh, This isn't really a surprise. The Buffalo has won, like, the last six or seven straight or something like that from the, from the uh, or I think, like, maybe four or five straight, actually, against the Patriots. Um, Josh Allen threw for 233 yards, two touchdowns. I know he had a lost fumble. Um, there's not really much that needs to be talked about about this game, except for, I mean, this is yet another game where the Patriots offense look anemic. Um, Mac Jones threw for two or 195 yards, one touchdown. It was, I mean, the run game, 10 carries for, uh, Ronnie Stevenson for 54 yards. It was bad. I mean, the. Look, Bill Belichick will go down as arguably, not arguably, in my opinion, will go down as the greatest NFL coach ever, in my opinion. He falls in that rare air of, you know, Bill Belichick in, in the NFL. You can say Greg Popovich, in my opinion, in the NBA. Uh, college football, you have what Nick Saban in college basketball. I don't know, maybe Phil Knight, I don't know. But that doesn't negate what we're seeing now. And what we're seeing, in my opinion, is a male practice to the fullest degree of how to operate a team. That doesn't take away from the legacy that that, that Bill Belichick has, but what we're seeing is crazy. There's no way that you can look at this New England Patriots team and think to yourself we're doing quite fine without an offensive coordinator in fact I think that out of 32 teams I think the Patriots are is the only team that does not have an offensive coordinator 
like a legit offensive coordinator calling offensive plays, not a Matt Patricia who's a defensive person calling plays, or Bill Belichick who's known for his defense calling plays. And and it's one of the biggest things I was talking about is consistency. And it's hard it's hard to be consistent when there's nothing consistent around you. Think about think of and, and I'm not comparing Mac Jones to these people, but think about Patrick Mahomes and the consistency he has in since I mean, in Kansas City with Andy Reid, with Eric Bieniemy, with that staff. Or Joe Burrow and the consistency he even though Zach Taylor would be kind of tripping sometimes, the consistency he has and how he's flourishing. Now, yes, talent is a thing, but look at the consistency. Look at the situations. You think hell, even the, he's not even the best player in the world. And we 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 so eloquently talk about his one PM games. But look at the consistency that 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 Kirk Cousins is having right now. And how once you get a comparable coach, what it looks like, even with a marginally good quarterback. Mac Jones has regressed. Regressed wholeheartedly since his first year. And I don't think it's because Mac Jones isn't good. Because if he isn't good, why would, what would we talk? He, what did we see his first year? It's because... The inconsistency, inconsistency in his ear, and the fact that the person that's calling offensive, offensive plays is not an offensive-minded coach or an offensive coordinator. Now, yes, there are some teams, i.e. the 49ers, where the coach is pretty much, the head coach is pretty much the person that is in charge of the offense. Hell, same as the Rams and, and Sean, LeVay, Sean McVay. But there's a difference between Sean McVay, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, and Bill Belichick. Yes, Bill Belichick is still up there as the greatest coach, in my opinion. But Kyle Shanahan is known for his offense. Sean McVay is known for his offense. Nick, Nick Matt, the, uh, McDaniel. Uh, Nate McDaniel, I think. Mike McDaniel, I think. The coach for the Dolphins. He's known for his offense. And now, and, and you see what the Dolphins' offense looks like. This is male practice, in my opinion. Now, I know that, that might be a harsh word, but it is. Because how do you expect anybody to succeed when you don't have the proper the proper keys in place to succeed and the bit i mean and i and, and for people that's gonna say well what about last the last game where uh mac jones threw for over almost 400 yards okay i hear you there i hear you loud and clear about Mac Jones throwing almost 400 yards, but let me let me uh let me find something real quick. I'm gonna tell you the the passing the passing uh, yards per game, or that that he has thrown. All right, um, boom. Let's start from week one, shall we? And let's see the consistency that we're talking about, if there is any. Week one, 213 yards, 252 yards, 321 yards. Then you miss one, two, three games. Oh, come back, 13 yards, 194 yards, 147 yards, 246 yards, 382 and then 192 what does that sound to me that sounds like a lack of consistency oh even better the average yards per throw 5.4 oh, let's start week one 7.1 7.2 10 yards 2 point, 2.2 5.5 4.9 9.1 9.8 5.1 
Better yet. Now, I know that the season isn't over. But let's just look at the stats from last year to this year. Um, Currently, at nine games, Mac Jones has 270 passing attempts, 184 completions, an average of 7.3 yards, 1,963 yards, seven touchdowns, seven interceptions. Been sacked 25 times. That is, uh, oh, that 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 is, that's in nine games. Last year, three hundred and fifty-two completions, five hundred and twenty-one, three thousand eight hundred and one yards, seven point three carry or seven point three uh, uh, yards per pass, twenty-two touchdowns to thirteen interceptions. Meaning we are halfway to the end of the season. And he's nowhere close to his touchdown average. And he's also nowhere close. But he's damn near halfway to his interceptions. And there's no way that you can look at that offense and think to yourself, well, maybe it's just Mac Jones. No. No. And on the Bills side, The more and more I watch this team, the more and more I th- I don't know if they can win a Super Bowl because of the holes that I'm starting to see. Now, it's different if I start to see the, if, if these holes were in the beginning of the year, but this is coming towards the end of the year. Again, we're week 13. Actually, that's even worse with the Mac Jones thing. I apologize. That's games played. He played nine games. We're at week thirteen. But back to back to the Bills. Um, Josh Allen gets hit way too much. The offensive line isn't as good as I thought it would be. The run game isn't as consistent as it should be, and I'm 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 starting to think it's not because. The run game just isn't good. It's just because they don't utilize it. Um, there was like three or four plays on Thursday night where Josh Allen could have definitely got, should have got picked. It was just, it couldn't have been caught. So Josh Allen has that like hero mindset at times. And the defense, the yo, the only reason why the defense looked good is because of how bad the Patriots office is not. And that wasn't because of the Bills defense. There was a lot of times where the player was open. It just couldn't get him because either Mac Jones was getting sacked or he just didn't see the burden. There was one time where Jacoby, Jacoby Meyer was wide open in the middle of the, the Bills defense and it, Mac Jones just oversell it. When you go against a team like, and I understand they beat them in the regular season, but when you go against a team like the Chiefs, or when you go against a high-powered offensive team, I don't know if this Bills defense can hold up. And it's when you get to a game like that, especially in the playoffs, some, the most minute details or minute mistakes can cost you a game. And I'm not, and I'm seeing a lot of mistakes from the Bills. The only reason why they won is because they're just a better team than the Patriots. But if they played a better team than the Patriots, or a like if they played a Ravens, even even though the Ravens, we know about the Ravens and their their losing leads history. But if they played the Ravens on Thursday, they probably would have lost. If they played the Dolphins, they probably would have lost. That's just, I'm not seeing consistency with the Bills. So, I still think they're good enough to win. I just, if they don't clean up the in, the, the the little mistakes, and I know it's, it doesn't cost you when you're playing the 6-6 six and six Patriots, but what happens when you're playing 
but you're playing a defense that can catch those interceptions, who that can get to the quarterback a lot better than the Patriots. And the Patriots' defense is good, but that can get to the quarterback a lot better than the Patriots did against Josh Allen. Or what happens when, even though it's easier said than done because of how good he is, but what happens when you have a corner that can legit shut down I'm not going to say shut down, but can legit slow down or an off, a defensive scheme that can slow down Stephon Diggs. What do you do then? That's all I'm saying. And, and Gabriel, Gabe Davis is good too, but I'm just saying, you know. But, yeah, congratulations to the to the Bills for beating the Patriots 24-10. to 10. Uh, Sean Watson's back. It's been well documented what Deshaun Watson was suspended for. Um, but Deshaun Watson's back. He's going to be the co- the he's going to start. Now, I didn't realize until they said it the other day that Deshaun Watson. When he plays on Sunday. This will be his first game, first regular season game in 700 days that's a long time bro that's 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 a little less than two years Deshaun Watson you can feel how you feel about Deshaun Watson you can believe what you want to believe you can think and I'm not saying that you're wrong for any of that you can think he did what he did you cannot think he did what he did the, the facts at hand is on Sunday, he will be starting. And unless something foreseen happens, tomorrow he will be starting for the Cleveland Browns. And just so happened, I talked about this before, but it just so happened that his first game is going to be in Houston. The scene in Houston will be, in my opinion, something unlike we've ever seen. You see, when you go to an away game, you expect to hear, you know, the fans yelling and the fans chanting and and obscene things. Hell, when I played college basketball, they would say crazy things on the road. They would they would find they would go to the the, the team's website and print out the, the roster. So they'd be like number twenty five, Jalen Hunter. I'm like, uh oh. You know, why would you take or or they'll say some crazy things. You expect that in a away game. You know, expect that they have allegiance, they have loyalty to their team. So they're going to do everything possible to try to get into your head and try to assure that their team wins. So they're gonna say some crazy things. And they also think and understand like there's no ram you know, repercussions. But the level of vitriol that I, I think Deshaun Watson's going to see and going to experience is something unlike anything. There's already been reports that a lot of the women that uh, have accused him of sexual misconduct will be at the game. I don't know why, but okay. So you already have that. You already have the fact that there's over 25 women that have accused him of sexual misconduct. 25 massage therapists that have accused him of sexual misconduct. You also have how Deshaun Watson's tenure ended in Houston. It's not going to be a pretty picture for Deshaun Watson. I will say this though, and, and I don't think Deshaun Watson is going to look sharp. There, it's it would be shocking to me. I will say this though, there could be, because I, I remember I, Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson's first game back after the two year injury or the two back to back injuries that cost him two years of of his basketball career. He came back that first game. I think it was against Cleveland, and he looked great. He dunked on Lori Marketing, I believe. Uh, I think he had like third, like maybe twenty points or something like that, thirteen or twenty, one of them two. But he looked great. 
he looked he looked energetic he looked but he was running off emotion he was running off um what's that jump called uh uh stamina he was running off adrenaline that's it and you see after that he struggled mightily and he's just now starting to resemble the clay thompson of old so i think you can see we're going to see one of two things we're going to see deshaun watson struggle mightily because he hasn't played in 700 days or we're going to see him look great for maybe a we're going to see him look great because it's just like you're running off adrenaline. But I don't know. I, I'm thinking it's probably going to be the first the first option. I think the, the Browns are going to win the game because the Browns are just a better team than the Texans. But you can feel how you feel about Deshaun Watson. You can think he should never be on a football field again. You should you could think he's going to be in a jail. He should be in the jail. So. Whatever you think, you're absolutely justified in thinking that. But the fact of the matter is he will be the starting quarterback of the Houston, I mean, no, of the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. And that, I was about to say, and that's a fact, Jack. <laughs> and that just is what it is. I will say... I don't think in this in this situation, seeing as though how much coverage uh, it, it it got, how many how many women came out and said it happened, um, his response to a lot of it, this doesn't seem like something that's gonna go away with winning. I know that usually winning cures all, but this doesn't really seem like a story that's gonna go away. Or, or a situation that's going to go away if the Cleveland Browns start winning. In fact, it might get even worse. That's just, that's the boat that the Cleveland Browns find themselves in. So, But with that, let me give my predictions for week, what, 13? Um, you have the Steelers at Falcons. I got the Falcons, but I will say this. I do like uh, Kenny Pickett has looked better. He's looked a lot better. Um, of course, we know usually it takes time for a rookie to look good. Kenny Pickett has looked a lot better. I just, I, I, you know, you're at, you're in Atlanta. You're at the Dome. Marcus Mariota, at least right now, is a tad bit better than Kenny Pickett, in my opinion. I have the Falcons, even though I don't like either team. Uh, ooh, but... TJ Watt will be playing and TJ Watt will be is the best player on on any team on both teams. I'm going to say the Falcons. I'm going to say the Falcons. Um Broncos at Ravens. I'm going to get the Ravens. Uh I just haven't seen anything from the Broncos to think that they're going to turn it around. Uh and the Ravens continue to get blow to blow double-digit leads now what's going to help them in their favor is I don't think the Broncos have had a double-digit lead this entire season so you got to worry about that <laughs> and the Ravens are at home and they're coming off a loss so I think that that's going to kind of motivate them to get on track especially with a bad team and they also understand these games are really starting to matter now seeing as though the the Cincinnati Bengals are like tied with them that in the NFC, I mean, AFC North race. So I have the Ravens winning that. Green Bay at Bears. I'm going to say Green Bay. And I, I, I know the question between is, is, you know, Aaron Rodgers going to play and how long is he going to play? But the Bears are still the one of the worst defenses in the league. And I understand that the Packers defense hasn't been good, hasn't been good but it is better than the Bears defense. And Honestly, I even think if Jordan Love plays majority of maybe the second half or majority of the game, they can still win. Uh, I don't I don't know if Justin Fields is going to play. So I have the Packers winning that even in Chicago. Jaguars at Lions. I have the Lions. The Lions are better than their record. Now, 
I will say that their record does reflect their problem, and that is they can't finish games because they're still one of the top-scoring teams in the league, but they are also 4-7. and seven. They can't finish games. But Jared Goff has been playing well. Uh, Jamal Williams has been playing well. They've been a really go, a good coach team. Their defense has been playing really well. I have the Lions winning that, and you're in Detroit. I have the Lions playing winning that one. We just talked about the Browns at Texans. I have the Browns um, just because the Texans are the worst team in the league. Uh, yeah, Jets at Vikings. I understand Mike White had an incredible game uh, a week ago, but now you're playing against a nine and two. Now I will say the problem with the Vikings is their defense. Their their secondary has been giving up a lot of points and has been giving up a lot of big plays. However, I don't I don't think I have the jet the the Vikings. I have the Vikings. I just don't think Mike White will be able to. I'm not gonna say he's having a he's gonna have a bad game, but I just have the Vikings winning this. The Vikings are better. Commanders at New York. I have the Commanders. Um, I don't like what I've been seeing from New York. I don't like the last, like, maybe three or four weeks. Is Saquon Barkley healthy? I think that the commanders are supposed to be getting Chase Young back this game, um, and that's going to be big. The defense is already one of the top defenses in the league as far as stopping the run. I, I just I, – I, Taylor Heineke has them playing different as far as more motivated, more energized. I have the commanders winning this one. Uh, Titans at Eagles. I have the Eagles. I think offensively the Eagles are are incredibly hard to stop with that run pass option. Uh, I have the Eagles. I have the Eagles. Uh, Seahawks at Rams. I have the Seahawks. The Rams have not been good. Uh, I don't know if we don't. I don't know if Matthew Stafford is going to play. The Rams. I'm not now. The Seahawks have kind of come to form as well. But I have the Seahawks. I just trust the Seahawks more from what I've seen this entire year than the Rams. Dolphins at 49ers. This is going to be a very good game. You have a defensive-laden team uh, going against more of an offensive-laden team. I have the Dolphins. I have the Dolphins winning because of Tua. Um, and I, I trust Tua more than I trust Jimmy G. Now, I will shout out the Vite, the 49ers defense. I don't think they've given up a second-half touchdown since, like, week seven. Uh, so, shout-out to them. And, you know, Christian McCaffrey will be their feature back at this point because I think Elijah is – is I know Elijah's still hurt. Um, but I, I have the Dolphins winning. Probably one of the biggest – actually, the biggest game of the week is uh, the Chiefs at Bengals. Um, I have the Chiefs winning. I know Jamar Chase is probably gonna is is coming back this game, and we do know what happened uh in the AFC Championship just a year ago. However, let me not let's not forget. Now, of course, I know they didn't close it, but let's not forget the Chiefs were up damn near twenty one points against the Bengals. I and I have the I have the Chiefs winning. I have the Chiefs winning. Um, but I do think that's going to be that is the I think that's going to be the best game of the week. Honestly, Chargers at Raiders. We do know what happened in the what, what the game before like to get to the wild card. I have the Chargers. I just even though both teams have kind of underachieved, oh, well, have underachieved a lot this year, uh, especially talking about the Raiders. I just trust Justin Herbert more than I trust. Uh, Derek Carr, and I know you can say, well, what about happened last time? Well, this is this time, and the Raiders, even though Josh Jacobs has been doing, has been playing well, I just, I just trust. I, I like the Chargers. I like Austin Eckler. I like you know Keenan Allen has has come back with a force. I have the Chargers. Uh, Colts at Cowboys. I have the Cowboys. Uh, the defense has been good. The run game has been incredible with Zeke and Tony Pollard. You're not asking Dak to do a lot. Plus, you're with the you know Dalton Schultz has been great. Ceedee Lamb has been good. I have the Cowboys, um, and the Cowboys are at home. Even though that there's not really a home field advantage for the Cowboys, because yeah, I have the Cowboys winning in Monday Night Football. Saints at uh, Bucks. I have the Bucks. 
I don't I don't tr- I don't like Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton sucks in my opinion. Uh and the defense has under the Saints defense has underachieved this entire year. Now I know they've been riddled with injury, but even though the Bucks haven't been good, at least offensively, I just don't think that the Saints are going to beat them even though the Saints uh, as of recently have had their calling card, but I don't trust it, so I have the Bucks. And that is my week 13 prediction. So, what do you guys think? Let me know. We'll leave in the comments. Send me a message. I'll talk to you. And lastly, before we go, I just want to shine light and congratulate the WNBA for uh, their. I think their season is going to start in May, and they're extending to 40 games. Um, I didn't understand when Kelsey Plum came out and was like, "We're not asking for equal revenue to the NBA. We're asking for like the." They don't get money on their like their jersey sales or or the sales of the WNBA, which is crazy to me. Um, look, I understand that the WNBA is not as popular as the NBA. I get that. I understand that it's not as flashy. I understand that it's not you know the most dominant sport as far as popularity, but it's a sport and. It is a sport that thrives and continues to grow year after. Let me say, it continues to grow year after year. I don't know. I did hear a report that it loses money year after year, but it still grows in popularity. It still grows in in attendance of games, and it's just like I like the fact that it's going to forty games. I don't know if it'll ever get to the eighty two games as the or yeah eighty two games as the NBA has. But we do know that the NBA more than likely is going to start minim- like taking away games. I think that they're trying to get in the 60 to, six, 60 to 70 range. Um, yeah, man, I, it's, it's crazy to me that you can be one of the highest selling jerseys like uh, Asia Wilson. Asia Wilson can be the highest selling WNBA jersey, but she makes absolutely no money from that. I didn't know that until Kelsey Plum said that. That's crazy. Or Brianna Stewart can be one of your most profitable players, but she makes no money from whatever her name sake is. That's crazy. That's crazy. Again, it it, it just feels like always baby steps. I'm not going to say one step forward, two steps back. Baby steps. Let's, let's, how is it that we talk about, how is it that, College basketball players can make more money in NIL deals than WNBA players can make on jersey sales. That's crazy. And there you have it. Uh, That has been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I do appreciate you guys. Um, If you want a popular podcast shirt, hoodie, sweater, long sleeve joggers, the link is in the description below. I have multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Get your Unpopular Podcast merch today. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Also, please subscribe to if you're listening. Please subscribe to if you're watching. I appreciate the people that have subscribed and that continue to comment and continue to talk. Uh, Definitely means a lot. And until next time, much love. This ain't the encore. This ain't the outro. Just got one more thought before I'm out, yo. But I'ma let it out slow, the casserole slow simmer Been a cold winter, that I know No chinchilla, no whistler Outdoors without an outpost Cold coming from my mouth, no Blowing out smoke, not never, not hot air Grab a hot, but the pot better Loud or low, whatever they had to grab or have I had to smoke, but now that I'm back home Want the whole pound, though, and one more Couple ounces, not enough of this scoundrel Held myself accountable, never got counsel wasn't proud of it, that's just how it went But things could go south Polar opposite of how you'd expect Broke, nothing to show for all your struggle Don't fold back on the wall Lost your job, album ain't sold Can't do it, a face to the wall Ain't do it, can't prove it Got by the law, locked behind bars But God knows how long No wonder console, and after all that They gon' pile more on top of the load Even when they let you out Still out on parole, but I swear You gon' get out of that hole, that they had on you shed and show how you were shrouded in gold there's always one more thing to do before you let it all go get that rope up over your throat
everything. Thought it was lost, came back, washed on the shore, saw and all, thought it was gone, had it all wrong, and that goes for anyone. A less so, A less penny, all my valuables, anything owned, no, it don't account for half of my folk. Had the crib, had to make something more out of it, throw the extra matches on the ground, sleeping back with a flow, not a house, the alcove, going out of control, and might still got one more port I have been told. I would like to add Lost sight, now I see him more. I can't pretend the little life I know that she adore. Long nights, let's reinforce all the friends. Assure me of more. It's It's not either or. A cold eyes, all ice, that just need a torch. I know niggas gone lie in the heat of war. And some niggas stay inside, they ain't reach the door. Can't be stingy with this pride like I ain't eat before. I hear it singing through the sky, such a sweet allure. A little phoenix when I rise from beneath the floor. I put my soul inside these lines, I'm competing for it. Put some hope into the guy, and I'ma bring a fortune. The dice up on the creepy floor. I'm over hot and why I need an orbit. It's just one thing that I need, of course. But for most, it might not be important. Be redundant when they keep it short. It's some missions that can't be aborted. If you flunk, it gotta be a sport. It's for my nieces, cause they need a portion. And be cautious with who leading, you could be extorted. I remember team when the dream is formed. Being careful not to scream when I be recording. Big my